welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about the Happy Time Murders, searching to all the boys I've loved before. I forgot to watch that, but it's okay. And The Hills, New Beginnings. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Pretty tired. How's life? Great. Work. What did you get into this week? I really don't remember. Every week, I'm like, it's already Sunday again. I know. I don't. I try not to think about it like that. What did we do this week? I went to a drag show. Saw all the queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. It's your mom's birthday. We went out for your mom's birthday to the aquarium. We went to the aquarium. That was really fun, actually. It was a ball. We went to Bubba Gumps. Korean barbecue. Oh, that too. Was that mine? I think that was my stomach. Oh. <laughs> I hope you can hear it. <laughs> it's a gurgle. Um, and we worked like animals. Literally, we worked so much. Um, the biggest issue of the whole week, mm-hmm. no one told me Kirsty Alley was on Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> now I'm four episodes in. Watching it illegally? Celebr- no, it's on YouTube. They put it up on YouTube. Like... Like BBC or whoever airs it. Whoever. I mean, it's a full episodes. Like no break, like no commercials, but it's like regular full episodes. And they have like hundreds of thousands of views. My biggest complaint about it. First of all, celebrity. Have you ever watched the UK one at all? Only when New York was on it. And you just saw like the clips. Yeah. Well, they don't have competitions and stuff like they do here. Yeah. It's like they just exist and people vote them out. It's like Dancing with the Stars. It's like a popularity contest. And is it only like three weeks long? Yeah, they just have they have it every. It comes on every single day for like a couple weeks. Um, but they have uh, Kirsty Alley, and all I can think was, Kirsty Alley is in this house with all these people who are not celebrities. Yeah, like they. I just thought if this is they were gonna get somebody that big, not that she's like Oprah. I'm not like saying she's the right, but if they were getting somebody her level of famous. They could have definitely upped the game a little bit. They were supposed to get Stormy Daniels. See, that's what I'm saying. They should have had people, like, to that degree. Like, um, even the American one, they had some decent people. Yeah. And Meghan Markle's sister. Yeah, it's just like... It's on Celebrity Big Brother? She was supposed to be. Yeah, but they have, like, some psychic. A a girl from Love on the Beach. A girl... (laughs) A guy from... The, what do you call it? It's like all these UK, like, reality people. I'm like, these people are not on the same celebrity level as Kirstie Alley. No. I told you we gave her a cast for Mattress. Yeah. I mean, she's nuts on there. Also, she got big again. That's which I know right. it doesn't matter, but, like, you just think, I don't know. What did she do? What was her, like, supposed Jenny Craig. Oh, but then is she, that still a thing? Yeah, I think it exists. But then she, she did Jenny Craig, and then that, like, then she was going to have her own weight loss thing. Oh. But then that didn't end up working out. Yikes. She got paid so much money to do that. Yeah. It's I can't funny. name a single movie she's in. Death Look who's her. Is well, she got famous from Cheers. Was she in that movie? And that's Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. She was never that kind of movie star. But... Was she in a movie with Tom Cruise? Mm-mm. I'm really confusing her with someone. It Takes Two. It, she was in It Takes Two. Uh, we were just talking about that at Panda Express. So good. Um... Yeah, and she was on Veronica's Closet in the 90s, which you didn't watch. No. Have you ever watched Fat Actress, her show on Showtime? No. Oh, I mean, I need to let you borrow the DVDs. It's it is good. So, it, that is like, did you ever watch The Comeback? 
A little bit. It's one of those shows that that was like five years earlier than it needed to be on. If it came out now, we would be like, this is excellent. Yeah. But at the time, it was just like, people weren't into that kind of genre yet. I was sort of like behind the scenes kind of like that. It just hadn't ex- like happened yet. Wow. Did you ever watch Tori Spelling show on VH1? Where no. she was like making fun of herself? Mm-mm. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I still don't think that girl from Bad Girls Club is famous. She's not. But, but not on the same level as Kirstie Alley. No, no, no. And she's trying to fight with Kirstie Alley because, you know, she supports Trump. And that girl's like... Anti-Trump. And it's also super politically themed. Yeah. Which, of course, I'm not into. But they have to build a wall. Kirstie Alley's like the president of the house. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay, the first thing we're going to talk about is the Happy Time Murders. Um, the Happy Time Murders is uh, basically a dirty Muppets movie. Starring Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale for like five minutes, and... Am I forgetting somebody? I'm trying to think. Now I can't remember. I feel like there was an... Oh, the guy from The Office. That's right. Stanley. <laughs> Stanley from The Office. Um, it was disgusting. Literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. No. Ever of your whole life? Oh, yeah. I could have left like 20 minutes into that. Yeah, that's how I felt about that Mile 22 movie. Also, I... Oh, yeah. Um, there wasn't anything redeeming. No. Okay, here's what I'll have to say about it. First of all, they're making Jim Hansen... Is it Henson or Hansen? Henson. Jim Henson. This was the first movie in Henson Alternative. Right. Which is like a section of the Jim Henson company where they do like other kind of projects. Right. And... Um, Basically, all I kept thinking was, if this is the first, like, where else do they have to go? Right. Had this been, like, an A-list, they knocked it out of the ballpark, I could understand. But, like, what, are they just going to make dirty Muppet movies now? Like, huh? Also, the Muppets didn't even do that well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It It was weird. And it was, like... The most people I've ever seen leave during a movie. Oh, yeah. Why there was, were like, so many people getting people up? left and didn't come back. It was only an hour and a half. Like, just sit still. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, I love... Like, don't get me wrong. I love her, and I will go see every movie she ever comes out with. But she continuously cheapens her brand. Right. Because she relies on the fact that she's Melissa McCarthy and people love her. Right. But she's not doing anything to, like, push it. I don't know. I was I, like, and she she had some funny moments. The funniest part of the whole movie though was something Maya Rudolph said that actually really made me laugh. Oh yeah, she's I funny. Yeah. Like she's funny, but she also is always the supporting part. Other than Away We Go, right. which she was fantastic in. Unreal, one of my all time favorite. Movies. Yeah, I need to see that again. But you know, I don't know. So it's just like the Muppets are being dirty. They're like prostitutes. They all do drugs. It's, a, it's like in L.A., there's like a cop. She's like solving this murder. Elizabeth Banks was in it. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it was weird. I couldn't really get into it. I just kept thinking, is it like, is where does this go? Right. And it just ends. Like, it was bad. It reminded me a lot of that the vegetable movie. What's that called that Seth Rogen did where they were all dirty? Sausage party. That was better than this. Yes, but in the same sense, it's like, I don't believe this. No. You know? Yeah, it's like, who... uh... I don't know if it's supposed to be a movie that you're like, oh, this is real life. Yeah. I just couldn't separate myself from it. Yeah. 
I, I was pitiful. Like, Again, really, a great example of something that should go on Netflix. Exactly. Or like Spike TV. Or like not exist. <laughs> also, I just kept thinking, how did they get Melissa McCarthy to do this? I don't know. She had to somehow be involved somewhere. Does she have like a contract saying she has to do like 15 movies or something? No. She just wants to do it. I mean, that's the thing is, maybe we are giving her too much credit and she does not have a high taste level. Yeah. But then she's doing that other movie where she's the woman who steals the people's writings exactly. and they're saying she's going to get nominated for an Oscar. Right. Which I still don't believe. Shocking. I don't know. Shocking. I don't know. Go see it. No, do not. <laughs> no one did. Don't waste your time. Um, next, we're going to talk about searching. Searching stars. What's that guy's name? John Cho. John Cho, who I will always know as the guy from Harold and Kumar. I never saw that. Really? He was in Star Trek, though. Yeah. You never saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That's not my thing. Yeah, but you had brothers. That wasn't their thing. Yeah, weird. Anyway, I mean, it's not like a classic movie, but it was like such a thing at the moment. It completely revitalized Neil Patrick Harris's career. That's the only reason we know him today. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Yeah. Because he was like dirty in Harold and Kumar. Anyway, that was also one of the first movies I snuck into. <laughs> not another teen movie. That was another one I had to sneak into. Anyway, it stars John Cho. Mm-hmm. And it's about Deborah Messing and Deborah Messing star. Um, it's about this man whose daughter goes missing, and he like hunts her down. Right. It is just like Unfriended, where it all takes place on a computer screen. Right. The whole screen is a computer screen, and then part of it's like a phone screen for like five minutes. You have like FaceTimes. And yeah. Stuff. Um, but all the plot takes place in him like doing stuff on the computer, trying to figure stuff out on the computer, FaceTiming, texting, messaging. It's all like on the screen, which is still a cool concept. And I had to remember, I was thinking afterwards, I was like, I guess the people who are going to see this might not necessarily go see Unfriended. No. So this is still really cool to them. Exactly. It's a highbrow version. Exactly. Yeah. It has like a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Which that I don't get. The more I look at Rotten Tomatoes and read reviews and stuff, the more I'm like, I don't really agree with this. Like the Happy Time Murders got a good review in Hollywood Reporter. What? But what was I looking at yesterday that got a bad... Oh, uh, to All the Boys I Love Before got a bad review. I was like, that's an actual movie. This is like a joke. Right. And again, Twilight got an A in Entertainment Weekly, which I'll never forget. I mean, it's a pop culture phenomenon. <laughs> okay. That's going to be in theaters again. You want to go Patrick see Patrick told me we're going. Is it just the first one? Yeah. Okay, I'm not seeing the rest of them. Oh, they're terrible. I never actually saw the last one, I don't think. That's the one where Dakota Fanning throws a baby in the fire. I've seen that gif. Only because of me. Yeah. You used to send that to me a lot. You haven't sent me that in a long time. Rude. Um, so anyway, it wasn't a bad movie. It just, I wouldn't say it's a great movie. Also, I didn't realize it was only playing in four theaters. I thought it like came out this weekend. Four theaters in the country? Yes. And no. we were one of them. Yeah, totally. Because I texted my brother. My, I just had a stroke. My, bro- my brother texted me and said, what should I go see? Mm-hmm. And I said, go see Searching, because I knew he would like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, it's not playing around here. And then today in the box office article, they were like in four theaters. I was like, huh? It comes out this weekend. Yeah, it comes out this weekend. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's That makes me feel special. Yeah, I like it. Um, anyway, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. No. No, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was entertaining. And the twist... 
were good they and were kept shock, it moving. There was shock value. It was also exactly how long it needed to be. Yeah. And they threw out a couple, um, what's the word? Where it's like you think it's going to be in it and ain't it. Red herrings. Yes, red herrings. I never heard of that term. What does that mean? They're like fake plot devices. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, they, I like, like that. a couple fake outs. Yeah. Um, and I like, and he was good. I kept thinking, I don't know if I really want to see you in serious movies, no. but I accept you for this. Uh, it felt a little like a robot. Yeah, well, Deborah Messing, certainly, she sounded oh, yeah. like she was reading from a monitor. Yeah. But then every once in a while, I was like, oh, okay, so you did click into it here. I don't know. I'm like, are you only good on Will and Grace? Because on Will and Grace, she's like the best sitcom actress ever. You would never think, like, she's not that great. No, on that Judge show. Oh, she was good on that. What was it called? Uh, Mysteries of Laura, where she was a cop. <laughs> Um, she was great on that. So maybe she is great. I don't know. She just was weird in this. Very, like, robotic. I think she was trying to seem... I don't know. But it was fine. How do you think... I don't even know how they picked her to be in this. Yeah, that was weird. That needs to be, like, Christina Hendricks or something. Um, she can't get in this big a movie anymore. (laughs) She's about to be on a new TV show. What happened to Good Girls or whatever? That already got canceled? I don't know. Poor Retta. I saw her book at Barnes and Noble. I was like, should I read this? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Anything else to say? Mm-mm. You helped me find my phone after. Oh, yeah. We were literally picking up the chairs at the movie theater. And they're not... These are like... The recliners. Because like we saw it in the, the Dolby. Exactly. Where you can like... Yeah. Back. That was funny. Yeah. Anyway, next we're going to talk about To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which is currently on Netflix. This is, again, a perfect example of a movie I think should have been in theaters. Not on Netflix. I've A lot of people have been posting about it. It stars people I've never heard of, but all have millions of followers, so apparently I've missed the boat. Dayton. Who? Oh, yeah. Um, what's his face? It's the dad. From Sex and City. John Corbett is the father. The main girl is lit. Like, I just want to squeeze her. She was in X-Men. She's in X-Men, according to Patrick. The boy was on The Fosters, that show on uh, yeah. ABC Family or Freeform or whatever. Is she Asian? Yes. So, again, Isn't which we talked crazy? about. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how in Black, when Black Panther came out, yeah. everyone in the world was like, we have to go see this movie because a, it stars an all-black cast. Yeah. And they went. The yeah. next weekend, or two weekends later, A Wrinkle in Time came out, and no one went to see it. Yeah. This is another great example of when Crazy Rich Asians came out, right. the first day 44% was an, was Asian, that's the insane. audience, that's which is like the highest that will ever exist. It also mm. only dropped 6%. Yeah. Huh. Um, but then this, What's-His-Face's movie is coming out. Searching. No one's even talking about it. Right. And it's literally almost all Asian. Yeah. It's an Asian-led cast. Exactly. It's, it's and interesting. And this is it's the same thing. It's Very weird. interesting. Because it's like, yes, the point is made in that moment, mm-hmm. but then the next weekend, it's like you've lost all that you were championing mm-hmm. last week. Right. Um. Anyway, this movie is way better than Crazy Rich Asians, in my opinion. Really? It Okay, here's how I put it. You're going to watch it and be like, this is stupid. And it is stupid. <laughs> but I'm not saying it should win an Oscar. Right. But it is the early 2000s Hillary Duff chick flick that I enjoy. So if you like that kind of like Sweet Home Alabama, it's not, it's not as bad as Cinderella Story. What's a good one example? Oh, Raise Your Voice. 
Oh, that's Patrick. That wasn't a good example. Um, <laughs> Rachel Boys. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I mean, just like, you know what I mean? Or what was the good one that she did? She's all that. No, she's the man. It's like a good, like, teenage... teen. It's like a genre that, that is missing that should exist. Interesting. So, yeah. Netflix, I will say, this, this like, round of movies, the Alex Strange love, mm-hmm. this, like, genre that they're sort of figuring out is smart. Even mm-hmm. Insatiable sort of plays into that, like... Because there are not a lot of things aimed towards that world. Right. Like teen comedies. That's true. And anyway, the girl is phenomenal. It's about this girl who's... Le- she wrote wrote like letters to boys that she had crushes on. She's like a shy girl. And her sister accidentally... Or like a- mails them out. And so she like all of a sudden has to talk to all these boys that she has crushes on. I like and that. And like, one of them is like the most popular boy in school. It's really cute and really silly, and they do all the very typical cliche romantic comedy things, but the people in it are so good that it was like, this is cute. I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch if you want something like light, fluffy, and like you can put away. Love it. The girl is really good, though. I thought she needs a TV show. Patrick, what did you watch it? I watched it when you were gone. Remember I told you I was going to watch it? Oh. Yeah. Every time I go see a movie that I like, I think these people need a TV show. That's like my every single, like, I saw eighth grade, I was like, these people need a TV show. We I'm need like, a TV show. I can't talk about that. I really can't. Like, I could cry. I almost cried at work today. Okay, next <laughs> and finally, we're going to talk about The Hills New Beginnings. The Hills New Beginnings is the new spinoff of The Hills that they just announced at the VMAs. Okay, did you watch the VMAs at all? Only Shawn Mendes. What did you think of him? It was great. Oof. Did you ever watch the, when Kelly Clarkson sang in the rain? Sang Since You've Been Gone? Yeah. It reminded me of that. We're like, that's just not a good setting for anybody. They can't really hear. Yeah. There's like no real sound coming out. <laughs> but I guess the whole point was Shawn Mendes in a white t-shirt and water. <laughs> like that was. Um, the VMAs were so bad. There was no host. I was like, what is this? MTV never has... Uh, like, they rely only on the shock value of the award show. I thought Tiffany Haddish hosted. No, her and Kevin Hart were like the... Well, Cardi B was the first presenter. Uh-huh. I can't get started on her. Then let's not. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart were like the first presenter, so they just gave them like five minutes to stand up there and talk nonsense. And then they went to the award show. Weird. But, like, all the performances were kind of weird and awkward. I was like, who is running this? I don't know. But I Ariana Grande like... really can sing. Oh, yeah. She's sounding, she's make like, that song I don't like, but the more I hear it, I'm like, at least you perform the crap out of it. You need to, like, form, like, a, uh, like a consultancy firm. Like, you need to be a consultant. But I just feel like people will be like, who is this fat boy and why is he telling us what to do? <laughs> Like, I don't have any credit to stand on. You gotta start small. I know. Frankie. I'll be his uh, <laughs> rep. Okay. Anyway, so they announced they're spinning off the hills, or they're bringing back the hills, but they're not gonna have Lauren, Whitney, or Lo. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're not gonna have all, any of the people who had real normal lives. They're just gonna have, like, the crazies. Which is even better for us. I don't know how to feel. Like, of you course, watch I'm gonna, it. Oh, you're going to watch every episode. Without a doubt, I will watch every single episode. Heidi and Spencer alone should have a show. Like, they should have had a show this whole time. 
if any of those those like 2000s reality people were still in the world say it's them in my mind they were so interesting and weird and crazy and they do all the things that we want from like snooki yeah but Aldrina, do I need to see her anymore? Or like, uh, what's his face? His sister, Spencer's sister. I was like, uh, or Jason, the guy who cheated on Lauren, like in the first season. I was like, you'll like seeing them all. Yeah, together. I was. I was like, this is more like a special, I think, than like a whole season. But where is Lauren? Doesn't want to do it. Well, I understand. Why would she want to be on a show with people she doesn't even talk to? Right. Even Lo doesn't. I don't think talk to her anymore, which makes me sad. It was all fake to begin with. Yeah. That special that came out a couple years ago, that was really good. Right. Because it showed, like, this is... And also, is Brody going to be on there? Maybe. Yeah. I'll watch it. It makes me sad. Lauren, I remember a couple years ago, she tried to have a show about her career, Mm. and they said it wasn't dramatic enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I still think that could exist, like, on TLC or something. (laughs) I love Lauren. (laughs) You don't, I, like, I have a, she's, like, part of my childhood. Not childhood, but, like, teenagehood. My childhood. Yeah, you were, like, in first grade. I was, like, 70. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. It makes me sad. Also, like, Whitney. She was great. Yeah, she's, like, the whole show. I don't know. But, I mean, well, I'll be watching, duh. Um, our question of the week comes from Devin. He says, he was asking about Big Brother themes. Why doesn't Big Brother ever stick to a theme past like the second or third week? I don't know enough about that. This week, yeah, they did the takeover a couple years ago. Remember when we watched? Mm-hmm. And they only had it for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. This year is all like computer stuff. So it's all like they had a hacker the in the last couple weeks. They have like power apps and all that kind of stuff. This season, honestly, more than the other ones, I think they've done a pretty good job of keeping up with it. The second half, they always just are like, we have to get through this. Mm-hmm. Big Brother in America, like, they get lazier and lazier every season, though. It's like they rely on people just love the show, so they do, like, they're going to watch. Mm-hmm. But, like, they don't really, like, they don't show any of, like, the have-not competitions. They don't show, like, a lot of the stuff that, like, they just sort of have wiggled all that out. Now they literally just do, like, the main three competitions, and that's it. And is Julia Chen just pretending like nothing happened with her husband? Oh, she has, I mean, she's going to just keep going. What's she supposed to do on Big Brother, though? On the talk, she addressed it, like, the first day. Oh. And said, like... Did she, she, like, take time off? No, no. She put out a statement, that like, the first day saying, I support my husband fully. I've known him for 20 years. And he's been the exact same person the first day I met him to now. And that's it. And she was like, I fully stand by him. And then she said on the talk, like, I released a statement, and I completely stand by that, and that's the only time I'll address it. And then she was on Big Brother that week, smiling, giggling. I mean, what's she supposed to do? I mean, her husband runs CBS. Exactly. (laughs) And, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's just, like, what's her face? You know, she was working again, like, five seconds later. Georgina Chapman. That's true. But then she took a break. She's not with him anymore, though, right? No. Yeah. Is she going to be on Project Runway? I don't know. Also, Project Runway's on Bravo again. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's big. I'm curious to see if it'll be any different. Probably not. Thank you so much for your question. If you have any questions for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Mine is a song called Falling Apart by Emma Louise. You know who that is? Mm-mm. I feel like one of us is gonna end up far behind the finish line. I- don't know why, but 
but I can just feel it And I can see it shaping up Could be some kind of disaster But I can't help but wanna see it through There's something about me and you But when I think that it won't work out I just can't help but keep falling apart I keep on falling, falling apart I keep on falling apart I keep on falling, falling apart oh. Her voice is like very deep. It's like the opposite of that guy, Rye, where he sounds like a woman, she sounds like a man. It's oh, amazing. Okay. How'd you find it? Just scrolling around? Just scrolling around. My song of the week is Never Alone by Tori Kelly. Duh. In my time I've traveled some roads A rolling stone Nowhere feels like home And I've seen people come then they go And life is just a story of some highs and some lows mm. Tell me do you believe in miracles I'm standing here before your eyes I've cried many rivers I've walked through some pain I've seen my world crumble And I've carried Okay, but I have to be honest. I'll just say it. This is a this is a nail in her coffin. I love her, and I will like for me it isn't because if she wants to be a Christian artist, that's fine. They will put her out CDs for the next fifty years, and she will have a great career there. But if she's trying to be a pop artist, this ain't the way. Because what she's doing now is putting all this time and promotion to a CD that like 95% of her audience will never listen to mm -hmm. and they'll be like oh she's old news right and she already was I mean she's already taken way too long to put out music she said that this is coming out in the gap between her two pop CDs but it's like what does that mean she's gonna have a pop CD next year that's <laughs> right. like four years after her other one right and also she's playing into a genre that is not real that like weird R&B kind of Christian thing they're not gonna play that anywhere so, I don't know. But I love her, and she sounds... I mean, she can sing better than anybody in the world, so... Like, I mean, what's there to dislike? Right. She's just trying to praise the Lord. And that's fine, but it just is ending her, like, whatever Popular pop career. career. Also, she's still with Scooter Braun. I don't know. He comments on, like, every single thing that she posts. Because, you know, they show, like, the celebrity is the comment you can see. Yeah. And, like, every single time it's him. And I'm like, is he still, like, with her? Must be. Um, this week you are looking forward to. I'm traveling to Michigan. Are you so excited? Michigan. Yeah. What are you going to eat? I don't know. What kind of food do they have in Michigan? I get, is that like the Mid Midwest, Mideast? So what do you eat? I don't It's just like corn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I hate corn. You so. do? Like, all together, none of it? No, like, the corn salsa from Chipotle is pretty good. Mmm, yeah, it is. That is good. Well, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited not to work. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I'm looking forward to the finale of Sharp Objects, which oh, came on tonight. tonight. I can't wait. Even though I like basically like in the last one they sort of gave like they gave away ninety five percent, so you just have five percent left. Yeah, it is so slow, but so good. I it really up. picked back up though towards the end. I it just needed to be like four episodes. It didn't need to be eight or seven or whatever it is. Wait, we need to talk about your revelation about the show I told you to watch and how everybody should watch it on Hulu. The Looming Tower is so good. <laughs> Who got nominated from that? I don't know. It must have been Jeff Daniels, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, yes. And what's his face? The guy. Michael, whatever. Oh, Stuhlbarg. How has he not won an Oscar? Did he get nominated this year? Nope. For either Call Me By Your Name or the other one? Nope. He was so good in Shape of Water, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show was nuts. But I don't really love 9-11 stuff. I know. I think that's why people don't... I think people just are not ready to talk about that yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was very good. Hulu really does have some good stuff. It just is not getting the pla- like the buzz that it exactly. needs to. Handmaid's Tale, for some reason, mm-hmm. maybe it was just her, it's like it is on another level. But it's right. like everything else is just sort of like... Yeah, of course. Ooh. Yeah. Whereas Netflix is like they put out anything and there was some sort of just buzz about it immediately. What did you say you're looking forward to? Sharp objects. Oh, that's right. And pretty I want to see Pretty Woman on Tuesday. Oh. On the well. big screen. I cannot wait. You can come if you want. No. <laughs> I knew you weren't gonna go. Um and finally your goober of the week. Who's yours? Nicki Minaj. She is so nuts. All this stuff about her CD not being number one. Yeah. And she has this radio station she goes on like every other day where she's talking crap about people. I read an article about that. She how she is, does it like every time she does an album. Yeah. She's literally like, she's freaking me out a little bit. I'm worried. I like her and I want her to be famous forever. But it's like she's sort of just like, I think Cardi B just like threw her off. Yeah. Where she feels threatened. So it's like she's just doing all this she's sort of just grasping exactly. at whatever Trying and people feel the panic yeah you know it's it always happens when people go nuts and they sort of like start grabbing for everything everybody's like whoa and, they and that's what's happening tour. right now and they canceled her tour exactly <laughs> because homeboy didn't want to do it with her who uh future or whatever it really? was supposed to be the two of them but she said they didn't he she didn't like how much stage time he was getting it's like she's. I'm saying something's like not. She's got a lot going on. There was one venue that only sold like 500 tickets. Yeah. Ooh. But she's gonna come out with it at her own tour. Would you go see Nicki Minaj? No. For like 20 bucks. Mm-mm. I feel like she wouldn't do like starships. No. That's what I'm trying to hear. And like, what was that one we like used to listen to? Pound the alarm. <laughs> like that's what I want to hear her sing. Yeah. Mom, pound the alarm. Like that was a bop. <laughs> but like, I still like Nicki. What? Who's your goober? I don't know that I have one. <sighs> the girl from Bad Girls Club. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. 
Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.